जय राधा कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जन वल्लभा गिरिवरदारे जय गोपी जन वल्लभा गिरिवरदारे यशोदनंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुनतीरावनचारे यमुनतीरावनचारे जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी जय राधा माधवा कुंज बिहारी गोपी जन वल्लभा गिरिवरदारे जय गोपी जन वल्लभा गिरिवरदारे यशोदनंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यशोदनंदन ब्रजजन रंजन यमुनतेरावनचारे यमुनतीरावनचारे
ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭು ನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ ಶ್ರೀ ಅದ್ವೈತ ಗದಾಧ ಶಿವಾಸದಿ ಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೆ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೆ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೆ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೆ ಹರೆ ಹ 
हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे जय प्रभुपादा 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 जय प्रभुपादा जय भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा जय भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रभुपादा निताय गौर हरे बोल हरे बोल हरे बोल निताय गौर हरे बोल निताय गौर हरे बोल हरे बोल हरे बोल निताय गौर हरे बोल गौर प्रेम नंदी जय ओम विष्णुपदाय परमहंस परिवराग्राचार्य अस्तोतर अभय चरणारविंद भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी जगद्गुरु शीला प्रभुपादा की इस्कॉन फाउंडर आचार्य शीला प्रभुपादा की श्री श्री जगन्नाथ बलदेव सुभद्रा महारानी की जय श्री श्री गौरनिताय की जय श्री श्री राधा वल्लभ भगवान की जय All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to the assembled devotees. All glories to Shri Shri Guru and Gauranga. So today we are reading from Srimad Bhagavadam, Canto 7, Chapter 8, entitled The Lord Slays the King of the Demon. Text number 48. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya 
namo bhagavate vasudevaya Srimanava Uchu Manavo Vayam Tavani Desakari No Manavo Vayam Tavani Desakari No Dittiji na deva paributa seva setavaha. Dittiji na deva paributa setavaha. Bhavata kalasa upasampritaha prabho. Bhavata kalasa upasambritaha prabho. Karavamate kim anusadikin karan. Karavamate kim anusadikin karan. Manavo vayam tavani desa karino. Manavo vayam tavani desa karino. Dittijena deva paributa setavaha. Diti jena deva paributa setavaha. Bhavata kalasa upasambritaha prabhu. Bhavata kalasa usasambrita prabhu. Karavamate kim anusadikin karan. Karavamate kim anusadikin karan. Manavo vayam tavani desa karino. Diti jena deva paributa seta vaham. Bhavata kala sasa usasambritaha prabho. Karavamate kim anusadikin karan. 
ಪರಿಭೂತೇತವಾಮಿಂಕರನ್ ಶ್ರೀಮಾನವ ಉಚು ಮನವೋ ವಯಂ ತವ ನಿದೇಶಕಾರಿಜೇನ ದೇವ ಪರಿಭೂತ ಸೇತವ ಕಾಲಸೃತ ಪ್ರಭೋ ಓಕೆ ವರ್ಡ್ ಟು ವರ್ಡ್ ಮೀನಿ ಶ್ರೀ ಮಾನವ ಊಚು ಆಲ್ ದ ಮನುಸ್ ಆಫರ್ ದ ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ಫುಲ್ ಒಬೇಸೆನ್ಸಸ್ ಬೈ ಸೈನ್ ಮನವ the leaders of the universal affairs especially in connection with giving knowledge to humanity about how to live lawfully under the protection of the supreme personality of god vayam we tava of your lordships Nideshakarina, the carriers of the orders. Dittijina, by Hiranyakashibu, the son of Diti. Deva, O Lord, Paribhuta, disregarded. Setavaha, whose loss of morality concerning the Varnashrama system in human society. bhavata by your lordship kala the most envious rascal sa he upasamrita killed prabhu o lord karavama shall we do t your kim 
what anusadi please direct kinkaran your eternal servants translation and purport by his divine grace shila prabhupad translation all the manus offered their prayers as follows as your order as your order carriers o lord we the manus are the law givers for human society but because of the temporary supremacy of this great demon hiranyakashipu our laws for maintaining varnashrama dharma were destroyed o lord now that you have killed this great demon we are in our normal condition kindly order us your eternal servants what to do now purport as usual short but sweet purport all of you listen attentively there will be a quiz on it yeah? good purport in many places in bhagavad gita the supreme lord krishna refers to the varnashrama dharma of four varnas and four ashramas he teaches people about this varnashrama dharma so that whole human society can live peacefully by observing the principles for the four social divisions and four spiritual divisions varna ashrama and thus make advancement in spiritual knowledge the manus compiled the manu samhita the word samhita means vedic knowledge and manu indicates that this knowledge is given by manu the manus are sometimes incarnation of the supreme lord and sometimes empowered living entities formerly many 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 long years ago lord krishna instructed the sun god the manus are generally sons of the sun god therefore while speaking to arjuna about the importance of bhagavad gita krishna said imam pibasvate yogam proktavan aham abhyayam bivasvan manave prabhava praha this instruction was given to vivaswan the sun god who in turn instructed his son manu manu gave the law known as manu samhita which is full of directions based on varnama ashrama concerning how to live as human beings these are very scientific ways of life but under the rule of demons like hiranyakashipu human society breaks all the system of law and order and gradually become lower and lower thus there is no peace in the world the conclusion is that if we want real peace and order in the human society we must follow the principles laid down by the manu samhita and confirmed by the supreme personality of godhead krishna 
ओम अज्ञान तिमरंदस्यानांजन शलाकया चक्षुर उन्मीलित तस्मा श्री गुरव श्री चैतन्य मनोपीष्ट स्थापित मेन भूतले स्वयं कदाही ददाति स्वदाति जाय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभुनिनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधार शिवसादि गौरभक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे सो फोर्टी एट ट्रांसलेशन अगेन ऑल द मनुज ऑफर्ड द प्रेयर्स एस फॉलोज As your order carries, O Lord, we the Manus are the lawgivers for human society. But because of the temporary supremacy of this great demon Hiranyakashipu, our laws for maintaining Varnashrama Dharma were destroyed. O Lord, now that you have killed this great demon, we are in our normal condition. Kindly order us, your eternal servants, what to do now? Hare Krishna. So. what shall we do now that's a translation yeah correct right now what shall we do now look at each other's face and smile hmm we are going to put this verse into the context what's happened so far why suddenly we are reading today in fact in sequence about manus so what's happening what has been happening last few days or last week or so or in the beginning of the chapter what's happening let us quickly summarize okay and then pick up the thread then it will be easier correct okay now we are not going way back to the first verse but to some degree yeah to follow the thread to pick up the thread text number 35 what happens if you go back lord narasimha kills hiranyakashipu 35 lord kills between 36 and 39 all the demigods you know they're showering flowers and they're very happy and all that and then slowly each of the demigods they start praying to the lord and they're offering the obeisances based on their realization okay we'll see a few of them so that you understand what they are talking and then we will move on in text number 41 lord shiva says lord normally you show your anger at the time of the destruction millennium but now to kill this insignificant demon you have shown your anger oh lord please calm down and show your mercy to everyone lord shiva started his prayer followed by my apologies sorry i missed out text 40 his first is lord brahma yeah lord brahma says is offering his obeisances yeah text number 40 lord brahma is offering his obeisances to supreme lord describing the unlimited power and potencies of the lord now why did Lord Brahma is talking about the unlimited power and potencies of the Lord whereas everyone is talking on various aspect Brahma is talking about the unlimited nature and the potencies of the Lord 
That is the reason, right? Brahma is the one who gave the boon to Hiranyakashipu. You know? So many permutation combination, I should not die here, I should not die on the land, not on the, you know, not inside, not outside, all this permutation combination. Yeah? Not killed by a weapon, not by a human being, not by a person created by Brahma, all these combinations. So, Brahma was very happy, oh, so he knew that the Lord will be coming in a form to compile with all these combinations and then yet kill Hiranyakashipu. So the Lord has done it because of his unlimited power and therefore Brahma recognizes that. Yes, Lord, you have done it. These are all the boon I have given to Hiranyakashipu. Yet you came and you satisfied all the boon and you killed him. So definitely you are great. You've got unlimited power to kill this demon. In a way, he has to be killed, isn't it? So therefore, Brahma is offering is the Lord that your power is unlimited and your potencies are so great that anything you can do, Lord. Brahma is offering. Then followed by Lord Shiva, who says that, yes, Lord, you normally show your anger, you know, or at the end of the millennium, you know, for destruction purposes, where the fire comes and burns everything, different uh, yeah, uh, millennium different ways of destruction. Yeah? But here, Lord, you are showing your anger to kill this insignificant demon. Oh Lord, please cool down. And then show your mercy to everyone, including Prahlad Maharaj. Shiva is praying. Then, in 42, Lord Indra is praying. What does he say? Oh Lord, our shares of sacrifice has been stolen by this demon. And whatever sacrifices, it is due to you. You are the supreme enjoyer. But what did um, Hiranyakashibu did? He stole all the sacrifices which is meant for you. And he was enjoying as if he was a supreme lord. And the lord, therefore you killed him. Now we are all happy. And then, all the saintly persons over there who assembled, what did they say? The process of austerity and penance, Hiranyakashibu stopped. No sacrifices, no austerity. And because of that, you know, everything has gone topsy-turvy, upside down. But Lord, you restarted it. You restarted it and therefore, we are very happy, Lord. We are happy about your appearance. And then, the inhabitants of Pitraloka, what did they say? They said, again, the Lord, he has taken away all the offerings of a Shraddha ceremony. And because of that, we became ineffective. And through that offering, he was enjoying it. Look at what all he has done. How many people he has stolen things. Yeah, it's a big thief. And then he was enjoying. Yeah, that's what Prithaloga. And now, Lord, that you have recovered them. Then, 45, the inhabitants of Siddha, uh, Siddha Loka, what they said is, Lord, Hiranyakashibu took away all our mystic powers and enjoying. And therefore, we were really suffering. Now, Lord, you have come, you have reinstated all the powers to us, back to us, and we are happy. Because and you, we are happy, and also to see you, we are happy because of your appearance, O oh Lord. Then, 
the inhabitants of vidyadhara loka what they said oh lord we have a power to appear and disappear how nice it will be no to have this power yeah appear and disappear when someone is going to kick us or chastise us we disappear <laughs> no problems you know only when we are there you get angry on us so this power was there with us for with us but hiranyakashipu took all this power and therefore he was using it and lord again you restored it okay and then what did the inhabitants of nagaloga they said and verse number 47 they said hiranyakashipu took all our jewels on the hood of our head and then he took away our wives also and now lord you have come you have reinstated you have restored normalcy in our life and therefore lord please accept our humble obeisances and then today's verse the manus what they what they are saying oh lord we are the law makers for human society in following the varnashrama dharma but because of this demon it is all peace have gone there is no peace because no one is following rules and regulations and there will be and there is full of calamity and the world is going lower and lower but lord please reinstate they are saying and now you have come you have reinstated so that is the 48 verse so if you see in all this verses from 40 not 40 basically 40 41 lord brahma and shiva then if you see from indra onwards that is 42 to 48 and still it's continuing a few more verses what do you see with hiranyakashipu's attitude yes we see a particular style of his functioning yeah isn't it in his style what did he do he is trying to take away powers from all the demigods based on fear and threatening isn't it so his style of functioning is based on fear mode of ignorance if you don't do what i say i'll kill you this is the style he was doing and because of that fear people were obeying his orders so this is the style of mode of ignorance this if you fi- we find that this style has been followed or has been previously uh, adopted by the muslim mogul leaders before when about 500 years back during the time of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu around 500 years or even earlier the muslims were ruling uh, india and this is the this is exact style they were following they are following hiranyakashipu style maybe they've got some seventh canto one of the mogul uh, leaders were reading i think hmm? and they follow the same style kill brahmanas kill you know and uh, out of fear you don't do what i say then i'll kill you like that this style they are following so in the okay that is from hiranyakashipu's point of view from the demigod point of view 
they were offering their prayers to the Lord. Yes, they were offering the prayers to the Lord. Although the Lord was pleased with their prayers, yet the Lord was not so pleased with them as much as he was pleased with Prahlad Maharaj. Obvious. They were offering prayers very heartfully, you know, heartfelt prayers. They were praying. But inside the Lord heart, he had an affection for Prahlad Maharaj only. Sincerely. Yeah? Why? Yes. Unmotivated, uninterrupted. Yes. Then, what else? Prahlad Maharaj also is offering prayers. All the demigods are also offering prayers. But the prayers or the service done by Prahlad Maharaj is so dear. Lord is saying happy, happy, thank you, thank you. But in the heart, you know, Prahlad Maharaj is so... Any thoughts? You are all devotees. You all have got Lord in your heart. Yes? So it was... Correct. Regardless of his material conditions. Correct? Whether he was affected or not affected. Doesn't matter, I'll do my service. Whether I have cold or flu, I'll still may do my service. Yes? Like that. Yes, these are all correct. But, if you go further deep, what happens is, Prahlad Maharaj was loving everyone, all the living entities. Yes, he was loving dearly. And therefore, he was able to preach Krishna consciousness. Including his father. His father was so cruel to him. Yeah? Yet, Prahlad Maharaj was loving his father. So, in that connection, we can see that Prahlad Maharaj was, also, was almost uh, exhibiting the Lord's uh, transcendental qualities. No one can be, you know, loving everyone without any envious nature. Just on par with the Lord's quality, Prahlad Maharaj. There's no difference with the Prahlad Maharaj qualities and the Lord's qualities. So it's almost same. So in that way, he takes a unique position. You cannot replace his loving. See, we may, we may love our family, but we may not love our neighbor's family. We may love our country, but we may not love our neighbor's country. This is all limited, the material world. But Prahlad Maharaj, what? He knew the ultimate way to satisfy the Lord through devotion service and therefore his love was perfect and complete. There's nothing. There's nothing to go beyond. Family, society, nation, and national, and then over that what? No one knows. The ultimate is satisfying the Lord. And that Prahlad Maharaj was able to do. And that attracted the Lord. 
because the Lord wants everyone to come back to him. That quality Prahlad Maharaj had. So in one sense, the desire of the Lord, the desire of Prahlad Maharaj is non-different from that of Krishna. So that is why he takes a unique position, like any unique preacher. Okay. So coming back to the purport, Srila Prabhupada says, Manu teaches human being how to follow rules and regulations. Yeah? He says that by creating Varnashrama society. Now without Varnashrama society, what will happen? Srila Prabhupada is also saying, there won't be peace, chaos, problems, distress. How? It is like a hospital without doctor. No treatment will be taking place. All will be running mad, suffering. That's what will happen. That's what is happening. Yeah? Hospital is there for the person to come and get treatment. But there are no doctors. <laughs> so the Manu Samhita is like instruction which gives the cures, the disease, our, our disease. What is that? Bhava Roga, material disease. That only the doctors can cure. Spiritual doctors can cure. And the, the medication is Bhava Avasti. Yeah? To cure that is chanting the names of Krishna and doing service to him, hearing and chanting. Principles of devotion service. So, why? Okay, that is right. What is the purpose of Varnashrama Dharma? Why Dharmashrama Dharma is being uh, followed? We have to follow that. What's the reason for that? To elevate our consciousness from matter to spirit. Material to spiritual. Right now, we are all having material consciousness, regardless, embedded. Okay? See, we may come here, here's the class chanting, all good. But when we go again, the mind is, is molded. We will go back to our old style. You know? By default. You know, they say default. So, default, you go to the default state. We can't help it. So, the consciousness to improve or to elevate a consciousness from matter to spirit, we have to follow Dharmashrama Dharma. Because the whole process of Dharmashrama Dharma is ultimately to come to the worship of Lord Vishnu. Whatever activities do. Varna and Ashrama. Social and spiritual orders. So, Manus are offering prayers to Lord Hari or uh, Narishika Bhagavan. There are 14 Manus in a day of Brahma. In one day of Brahma, there are 14 Manus. Hmm? Now, all these Manus, they are offering the prayers. Now, we will talk about one typical Manu who is very powerful in the Srimad Bhagavatam. Yeah? Now, Srimad Bhagavatam describes the dynasty of the first Manu. Who is that? Swayambhava Manu. Or is also known as Yagna. Swayambhava Manu. Yeah? So that we will see how Swayambhava Manu is so important. And the, the, uh, what he was doing basically, you know, Manu. Our Swayambhava Manu is very important because the whole Bhagavadam talks about the family of Swayambhava Manu. So what is the family of Swayambhava Manu? Why, the fam why one has to talk, you know, about the family? 
of so we normally we say why do you talk about a family when we say oh my wife is a computer engineer my husband is a doctor my son is a dentist all this we can keep on talking yeah when two people assemble hey what did your son do did he get in macro or did your uh, so daughter get in macro your son got in melbourne high okay how much your son is earning oh 80k oh maybe you should try for a job you know all this will they'll talk to people the same thing happened with vitura and uh, maitreya muni also they were all talking about swayambhava mano why what's a, what's the speciality between the, the grama katha and uh, bhagavata katha what's the difference vidura and maitre muni in the third canto they were talking about oh, the you know the the, <laughs> the descendant of swayambhava mano it starts from there so why are they talking because our swayambhava mano is a great devotee of the lord hmm? anyway before we go what is the family tree of a uh, Swayambhava Manu. How many sons and daughters he has got? Three daughters. Three daughters. So five. Family of five. Okay. So what are the names of the daughters? Please, all of us, we have to, we have to think and tell the answer, please. You know, help me. Prajaraja knows everything. But if we do not know anything, finally we will come to his rescue. Yeah. His encyclopedia. He knows everything. Yeah, first one. There are three daughters. Okay, very important. The whole Bhagavadam talks about the dynasty of Swayambhava Manu. Okay, so it's very important how the family, how they became devotees, how the lineage is continuing. Very important. That's what Bhagavadam is. Yes, Priya. Akuti, Devahuti, and Prasut. first daughter middle daughter devahuti and then prasuti okay akuti she married which sage now sevia has to help us akuti is a first daughter of swayambhava mano she married one prajapati i'll give you a hint who is that don't know that is uh, coming in mataji next you know that's coming but akuti married prajapati ruchi ruchi yeah he is also prajapati then the second daughter i think everyone knows devahuti is very famous devahuti married which prajapati kardamuni is also prajapati very big devotee of the lord okay then prasuti yes mataji you are right daksha he is also prajapati don't underestimate daksha daksha is also so he has fulfilled like they say oh i got married all the three daughters to all the people living overseas one in america one in canada and one in australia like that people are feeling happy like that swayambhava man i am happy i gave one to ruchi you know prajapati one to kardamamuni and all that so they are all settled overseas happy So Swayambhava Manu, what? Who is the wife of Swayambhava Manu? I know we have gone four cantos above. Third canto is coming. <laughs> Swayambhava Manu's wife is Shrata Rupa. Shrata Rupa. 
Okay. Now, sons, two sons. You've got two sons. What are the names of the sons? Priyavarta Uttanapada. Priyavarta and Uttanapada. Isn't Priyavarta the eldest son? Correct, Prabhu? Yeah. Priyavarta and Uttanapada. Now, Uttanapada has got how many wives? Names. Sunichi. Now, Dhruva Maharaj came from Suniti. Yeah? Okay. So, Dhruva Maharaj traditions continues like that. So, very important. See, without uh, uh, Uttanapada, we will not know about Dhruva Maharaj. You know, that lineage continues. And then, Priyavarta. Whom did he marry? Any idea? Prabhu Priyavarta. Can't remember. He he was not, but later. Yes, you are right. Initially, what happened? Priyavarda, his father and Brahma. And, uh, no, no. His father and uh, uh, Narada Muni told him not to marry and go on austerity. But later on, uh, Manu and Brahma convinced him to get married and he got married. Can't remember the name. Priyavarta's wife, anyone remember the name? Okay. Anyway, someone can Google or something later and tell me. Okay. So, uh, 14 Manu. Now, the Srimad Bhagavatam descri uh, describes about the dynasty of Swayambhava Manu. And therefore, the progeny created by Swayambhava Manu is a main subject matter of Srimad Bhagavatam. And it's also extensive conversation between Vitura and Maitreya Muni in third canto. It is said in the third canto, 21 chapter and verse number 25, 3.21.25, it talks about all the auspicious qualities of Swayambhu Manu. Srila Prabhupada talks about it. And also, he is the first Manu to compile Manu Samhita. And also is one of the 12 Mahajans, Swayambhu Manu. So it's a very powerful position and is also a devotee. Now, in Srimad Bhagavadam, it is said that although Soyambhuva Manu is very opulent and he's got a very long lifespan. This is what we want, isn't it? In life, what do you want, Prabhu? Apart from, of course, Krishna conscious will do. We want two things, right? Money and lifespan. Correct? Soyambhuva Manu had both. Can you imagine? The lifespan, the lifespan of Manu so huge, so many million, trillions of years, and also is very opulent. Although Swayambhuva Manu was very opulent, yet his lifestyle did not deteriorate to the lower modes. Why? Yes, he is a devotee and he was doing all Krishna conscious activity. In the morning, he gets up, he chants, he listens to Srimad Bhagavatam. The same lifestyle we are following, done by Swayambhavaman, which describes in Srimad Bhagavatam. Srila Prabhupada explains, right? Can you imagine? Such a, like a premier, okay, imagine this premier is getting up morning, comes to Mangalarati, and you know, he is in the Bhagavatam class, and goes and does his job. Imagine like that, Swayambhavaman, chant here, and then you know, and at home also, his whole home is Krishna consciousness. 
So it is said in Srimad Bhagavatam that if your home is made Krishna conscious, then the threefold miseries, material miseries will not affect you. What are the threefold material miseries? So trouble caused by the demigods, trouble caused by the own body and mind, and trouble caused by other living entities. It, can, it will not happen. Or it may be reduced to the minimum. This is the effect of bringing Krishna into your house and following the Krishna consciousness. Swayambhava Manu did that. Okay. And therefore, his lifestyle did not deteriorate, although he was very opulent. If you look at all the Bollywood stars, sports stars, once upon a time, they were very poor or moderately rich. And then they become super rich, filthy rich. Then how did their lifestyle go on? That they may have money, but what about the lifestyle? The personal lifestyle is very bad. Yeah? So this is what happens, money. So the money, if, you, if money comes and if the qualities you don't want to deteriorate, then one must cling on to Krishna consciousness. Then the standard of life will not deteriorate. Okay. So, that is there. And therefore, Swayambhava uh, Manu, he was a perfect Krishna conscious devotee and his atmosphere, his home atmosphere was also Krishna conscious. This is a time, this is a point for us to note. Yeah? He maintained a Krishna conscious family and therefore his atmosphere was Krishna conscious. Big leader who is very opulent and he lives for long. Okay. Moving forward, what we do is today, We do a quick discussion of the importance of Brahma Samhita in our parampara. That's Krishna consciousness or you can say Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya. Okay? What is the role of Manu Samhita? Because the Manus are praying and it is said, Srila Prabhupada also says, right? Manu Samhita is so important because Manu gives the law and order of the society and by following there will be peace and things like that. Okay, so let us see the impact of Krishna consciousness or Krishna conscious and Manu Samhita. We'll quickly, you know, see how it is. It's interesting to note that few of the spiritual organizations have altered, adopted their own Manu Samhita to follow the practices uh, in the present state of conditions. Yeah? And therefore, Bhaktivinoda Thakur, yeah, in his book known as Chaitanya Charitamrita, the nectarian teachings of Lord Chaitanya to Rupa and Sanatana, when the Lord Chaitanya was speaking to Rupa and Sanatana, that compilation of instruction was put by Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his Chaitanya Chikshamrita. And what he mentions in the book is Bhaktivinoda Thakur, the Acharya, who was there almost 200, 250 years back. Our Acharya, you can see that, is the towards my right. The last personality is Bhaktivinoda Thakur. Now what he says is that the original, he says that some aspects, this is Bhaktivinoda Thakur writing, that some aspects of Manu Samhita has been altered, changed, giving importance to the practices of caste Brahmanas. Hmm? 
than the brahmanas by birth, their superior. That's known as caste brahmanas. So, lot of importance are given to them and therefore they've altered the Manusamita. So, Srila Prabhupada, in our parampara, he focuses mainly on the principles, not on the practices. So, what do you mean by principles and practices? The, as we mentioned earlier, some of the spiritual institutions have changed the Manusamita based on the practices. But what did Srila, this is very important for our Gaudiya Vaishnava Parampara, what Srila Prabhupada did is, he picked up the principles and applied it, but not too much importance on the practices. Okay, let us see that. Now when you say principle, what do we mean? The principle is, yes, Manu is the original person created by the Lord and we have to follow his instruction in order for us to be peaceful. That is the principle. And what are the practices? The practices Srila Prabhupada adopted only very few practices in his comp. Although the principle is, although he adopted more of the principles, but the practices was only very few he could take from Manusamita and adopt in ISKCON. What are the practices we have? Like Manusamita talks about daily practice, sadhana, and then duties of people at various levels. You know, what a brahmachari has to do, what a gragasta, that one. And then samskara ceremonies, for example, purification rites, funeral ceremonies, etc. That you know, and then the duties of the rulers, very important. What each one has to do, that Srila Prabhupada adopted in Iskon. Other, other things, you know, he just left it off. He took only the principle. Hmm? Now, in practice, as human beings, yeah, we must follow the authority of scriptures. We must follow the authority of Manu Samhita. We must follow. There's no doubt about it. But, what the Acharyas do is, we do not know what to follow, what not to follow. And therefore the Acharyas, what they do is, they go through the different, different aspects of scripture. They adopt different scriptures to the requirement of the people, based on time, place, circumstances. This is what Acharya does, which we cannot do. You followed it? So they pick up whatever aspects are important from scriptures, including uh, Manusamita, and then they will present in such a way to suit to the requirement of the people based on time, place and circumstances. For example, Srila Prabhupada started this Brahmacharini Ashram, an institution for the ashram for the ladies. It was never heard of in India. Ladies should be with the parents, husband or the child, like that. We cannot be separate. But seeing in the Western culture, Srila Prabhupada adopted that. And ladies doing Brahminical uh, duties. Huh? Yeah, it's not allowed in the India Eastern culture. In India, it's not allowed. Even I think some of the Sampradaya, they don't allow ladies in the altar. Correct, Prabhu? But Srila Prabhupada over, he thus uh, overthrew all that. Just because he took the principle of how everyone should offer services to Krishna. That is the principle. So therefore he adopted little bit practices. But the principle he did not alter. That is very important. But what the other uh, spiritual institutions are doing is they change the practices. 
and ultimately the principle will be lost. The principle should not be lost, but the practices can be amended. That's what exactly Srila Prabhupada did. Then, if, what is the reason for Bhaktivinotaku writing that in the, his uh, uh, Charanam, in, in his uh, uh, Chaitanya Chikshamrita, is there, during the Muslim rule, the power of the caste Brahminas were growing higher and higher. And therefore, there was a threat to the Bhakti quilt. Bhakti cult, there was a threat. And therefore, Bhakti Vinod Thakur wanted to bring out this fact to the devotional community. Hmm? Uh, we also see in the case of Rupa and Sanatana Goswami. They left the royal position. See, our way of functioning is not to abandon our job. That's what we were told, correct? You don't do your job, uh, you don't uh, reject your job. You don't throw away your job, do your duty. And then continue Krishna conscious. But in the case of Rupa and Sanatana Goswami, they overthrew their royal position. They threw it away. And then they devoted the time only for the bhakti. Huh? Which means they did not follow Manu Samhita. Varnashrama Dharma they did not follow. They were interested only in Krishna consciousness. And also, Rupa Goswami in his nectar of devotion, in the 64 items of bhakti, he did not mention anything about Manu Samhita. In the bhakti scriptures, by Rupa Goswami, Manu Samhita is not mentioned. That means it's not very important. Why? Because our process is not dwelling on the material conditions. Our process is to transcend the material energy. And therefore, bhakti transcends. Hmm? 500 years back ago, Jiva Goswami, in his Satsandarbha, also confirms that many of the Manu Samhita has been altered, polluted. And therefore, he says, some of the Puranas are even altered by various people. You know, it's very discouraging to note that, but still that's a fact. But uh, Jiva Goswami is saying. And also, over a period of time, knowledge is lost. We do not have that Vedas, all the four Vedas now. It's very difficult to get. Puranas have been altered. And therefore, it's very difficult, you know, uh, to know, get a full knowledge of anything in Kali Yuga. Everything is polluted. And that is the reason in Jiva Goswami Sat Sandarbha, he established that Srimad Bhagavadam is authority. If you do not have knowledge, yeah, if you are confused, just read Srimad Bhagavadam. That is authority. That is the main point in Jiva Goswami establishing such something. <coughs> okay. Now, the domain of Manu Samhita, we are talking about Manu Samhita as well as Krishna consciousness. The domain of Manu Samhita, as we said, is quite different to the Vaishnava domain. Because Varnashama system is a material system. It is not spiritual system, material system, but that will help us to transcend the material conditions. Whereas the Gaudiya Vaishnava system or Krishna conscious is a spiritual system beyond the three modes. And therefore there's a lot of differences in them. So in this, in this uh, connection, Srila Prabhupada was for 
although there is Brahmina, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Sudra, right, in the social Varna system, yet Srila Prabhupada introduced only the qualities. He did not say how a Brahmana should practice, although he said, but the main importance he gave was qualities, how to develop the qualities. If you develop the qualities, then practices will follow. Hmm? But if you do not have the qualities, how will you get the practices? Therefore, Srila Prabhupada emphasized on our Varnashama Dharma, which is Brahmina, Vaishya, Chatriya and Sudra. He wanted us to follow the qualities properly. If you develop the qualities, then you will practice on So, the what is the conclusion of today? The conclusion is, in general, as sadhakas, as practicing devotees, we see that all people are different. Right? Every people are different. They got different tendencies, habits, attitudes, tendencies, etc. They got different tendencies. Hmm? So what we should, how do we should see that? At Sadhakas, by practicing Varnashama Dharma only, or 100% Varnashama Dharma, we cannot artificially create equality among men. It's not possible. Because of the differences in various people's mentality, tendencies, habit, 100% of Manu Samhita cannot be applied. Because you are creating artificial equality. But, whereas if you follow Krishna conscious, naturally equality comes based on soul. And therefore, our process is not dwelling on the material conditions of life. Our process of Krishna conscious is transcending the Varnashama Dharma. And therefore, you see, Bhaktivinoda Thakur as well as Srila Prabhupada, they started something known as, not starting something, they introduced a system of Devi Varnashama system. Not material Varnashama. What we follow in ISKCON is Devi Varnashama. That is, we follow our rules and regulations of any Brahmana, Vaishrava, Chatriya, but all that is offered to Krishna, in the service of Krishna, then it becomes Devi Varnashama system. Because as such in the material world, we cannot differentiate, we cannot say who is a, cle who is a, a clean Brahmana, who is a clean Chatriya, you know, or 100% Brahmana. We cannot differentiate. It's all polluted. And therefore, our process is Devi Varnashama system, which is following Krishna conscious. That means a Brahmana in Krishna conscious follow Brahminical, but his service is Krishna. A Sudra also. There are so many, you know, uh, people working. Sudra in the sense, it's not uh, demeaning. It is, means people who are working in different areas, you know, whoever is cleaning the uh, bathroom or cleaning the, the courtyard and all that, you know. They are also doing the services, cleaning job. but. The results are offered to Krishna, and they're doing devotion service. So we are also following Varnashama Dharma, like Brahmana, Chatriya, Vaishya, Sutra, but it's dedicated to the service of Lord, and therefore it is known as our Manu Samhita is Devi Varnashama system, not material Varnashama Dharma. Okay? So with this, I'll stop. I know the topic is a bit heavy because Manus, Manu is giving. They're lawgivers, okay? Are the lawmakers of human society. What can we talk? We have to talk about them and they're glorifying the Lord. And this is an opportunity for us to talk about Him and to get different thoughts on them. Okay? We'll stop here. If there are any questions, 
comments, corrections? Anyone, Prabhu? Um, when one gets opulence, they should keep Krishna in the center and they should continue with their practices. Um, but generally in material life, when you get opulence, it's just extra duties, extra responsibilities. Um, and sometimes Krishna consciousness takes a back seat. How to, how to maintain that mood that you are talking about? Krishna conscious should not take a back seat. He should always be in the front seat. That is how it is, you know. That is a devotee, right? A devotee, he maintains his uh, hearing and chanting process. Say for example, uh, we, are, we were all busy last couple of days, right? Does it mean that yes, one day, you know, we will not chant or something? Doesn't work like that, isn't it? We must do our sadhana. For example, you know, we were busy yesterday, but still we took our prasadam, isn't it? <laughs> food. So the food for the soul is chanting and hearing. See, normally you know, many people do not know their spirit souls, okay? So materially, you know, I want to see, I want to hear, I want to, all good. But what is the food for the soul? The soul has to be live. It is like a dead actually. You know, dormant stage is sleeping. So how do you awake this soul? The soul can be awaked only by performing spiritual activities. Because soul is spiritual. It wants spiritual activities. All we do in the material world is material activity. So, therefore the priority should be Krishna consciousness. Priority. If you can't do in the morning, at least the night, something like that. Or sometimes, you know, if it is too much overwhelming, at least whatever a few rounds or something, it must be completed, completed on the following day. Hmm? Preferably. Otherwise, you know, see, uh, what it is said is, the pure devotees, of course I am going to a high level, a nectar of devotion, Rupa Goswami talks about Sandarananda Visheshatma. Yeah, Prabhu? So six characteristics of pure devotion service. He talks, what it means is condensed bliss. You know the devotees, yeah? The advancing pure devotees, they have condensed bliss. That means, he gives an example. Say there is a cloth. In the cloth, if you put water, what will happen? It will go away. It will come down. It will, right? But there is a metal sheet. If you put water, what will happen? Stay there. It will not come. Not because the atoms are tightly linked, cross-linked, whatever you call it, you know. It's so tight that it doesn't allow the water to go. And the pure devotion service is like that. Of course, very high level we are talking. It is so condensed that they don't want anything. They will not leave any gap for the maya. No, like that. Now, how that, how we can implement in our life is by at least following our practices, no? Sadhana bhakti, sadhana. See, we no, don't have a natural attraction for Krishna. Not on the Rupanuga level. We don't have a natural attraction. 
But ours is Vaidhi Sadhana Bhakti, rules and regulations. The Guru asks us to chant 16 rounds, we are chanting. Do you think that I am out of ecstasy, you know, enjoying chanting and all that? My Guru asks to do, Guru is asking me, yes to do. You know, reading scriptures we are asked to do, we are doing. So naturally it will come. So there is uh, one person, you know, was talking about this Vaidhi uh, Raganuga and uh, Rupanuga. Bhakti, what's the difference is, if you get up before the alarm goes, then it is Raganuga. <laughs> if you wake up after your alarm goes, then it is Vaidhi. It means you follow rules and regulations. On a lighter side, you know. So, like that Prabhu, yeah? Did I answer the question or did I deviate? So, the, uh, the point is that, Material activity, Prabhu, it's both unparalleled, Prabhu. Both are, see, material and spiritual, both are unlimited. Okay? Let us not underestimate material energy of the Lord. The material energy is unlimited like spiritual energy. So many varieties there, so many things is there. It's not easy to renounce. Yeah? It's not easy. Don't think that we can renounce like that. In theoretically, you can do. Prabhu? It's not uh, easy, Prabhu. Unlimited variety is the material energy also. And limited Krishna. But Krishna, the taste for Krishna consciousness slowly allows us to go to that side, you know. We cannot renounce Prabhu. Yeah? Our process is attraction. Attraction, if you are attracted, then slowly this side will go away. Otherwise, we cannot renounce, you know. Renunciation is not at all our process. Our process is service to Krishna, love. And through that love, this goes away. So, Answering your question, yes, Krishna conscious should be the priority, it should be done on a daily basis and association of devotees and things like that and constant review and things like that. But we should follow, whatever level we are, we should continue that to follow. Yeah, otherwise, you know, material energy is overwhelming, that's what I'm saying, unlimited and overwhelming, very difficult. Yes, Prabhu. Prabhu, any comments, Prabhu? Another Balav, Prabhu. Who are practically, you know, fabulously rich and uh, environment with lot of uh, queens and all. Yet they kept the Krishna consciousness going, like Janak Maharaj, Ambarish Maharaj. That's examples we can see. Good. So Prabhu, very good point. Talking about Raja Rishis. Yeah? They, externally they were performing their duties. Internally they were Krishna conscious. This is the thing we have to do, like Raja Rishi. Externally performing material duties. Yeah? They are a husband, wife and all that. It's not that husband means, you know, come on, that means I will not see you. <laughs> it's not like that. Externally performing duties, internally Krishna consciousness. Raja Rishi. Because they are attached to Krishna, that doesn't mean that they are irresponsible in their uh, duties. Because a devotee performs very good uh, duties towards his family side too. Yeah? Because of attachment to Krishna, oh, you are attached to that means you are irresponsible in your family side. No, they are responsible also on the other side. It's a balance. But other people cannot balance. Yes, Prabhu. Thank you. So, okay. 
Give the mic, Prabhu. Bhagavatam class is never complete without Sivya's question. So I was expecting. So Sivya's question, if I answer, that means Bhagavatam is complete. Purana. You know, Purana has to, you know, we put a banana, right? Like that, you know. Yes, Sivya. No, no, sorry, I'm not pulling you. I'm glorifying you. It's a good thing. Yeah, thank you. Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you for the nice class. Prabhuji, you were talking about Varna and Ashram, and the Varna Ashram Dharma and how there are four divisions. Prabhuji, and what, my question is, what category do the devotees fall in? Because I've heard in Srila Prabhupada's lecture that the devotees are above the four divisions of human society. Yes, yes. Varna Ashram Dharma, that's what you were saying. Devotees are definitely above, above the Varnashama Dharma because devotee is following a transcendental system, right? Any activity for the pleasure of Krishna is spiritual. Yeah? So therefore, there, the Krishna consciousness is beyond the material modes. But, but externally we are doing our duties because we are embodied. Yeah? We have to do constitutional activity and conditional activity. Constitutional activity is for the soul we are doing. Conditional activity is for the body. We have to follow Varnashama Dharma. Otherwise, if you don't follow, then we will fall down. Okay? So, what's the second part of your question? So, what category do the devotees fall in? Because Srila Prabhupada says in his lecture that the devotees are above the... Yes, that's why we follow Devi Varnashama Dharma. That means there is a classification in ISKCON also, Brahmina, Chatriya, Vaishya, Sudra. That means Brahmin belongs to the worship, you know, uh, intelligent class where they worship the altar, you know. And there is also administrative class where there are leaders, you know, who have to take care of the accounts, payroll, you know, purchasing and all that. Then Vaishya, you know, we have to have business, you know, we have to pay the bills, you know, interact with the, you know, community and all that, and then uh, working class. So we have got all categories in ISKCON, but they're all doing their material work. It's not material work, sorry. They're all doing their work, respective work, in Krishna consciousness. And therefore it is Daivi Varnashrama. It is not a material Varnashrama Dharma. What other people are doing is material Varnashrama Dharma. Gradually they'll be elevated to spiritual level. But for us, you know, we are in the spiritual level, but doing activities for Krishna, it apparently looks like material, but it's spiritual activity. Because we are already above the material platform. Hmm? Because any work, as I said, any work if you do for Krishna is spiritual, okay? So in Krishna conscious, if you clean the floor or if you help in the kitchen, everything is spiritual. Therefore, ours is Devi Varnashrama system, introduced by Bhaktivinoda Thakur and followed by Srila Prabhupada. Hmm? So we are not following Varnashrama Dharma, we are following Devi Varnashrama system. That Varnashrama system embedded in Krishna consciousness. So it's all equal. There's no differentiation. The Devi, in the, in the material Varnashrama system, there is differentiation. But here, a Brahmana is as good as a Sudra in Krishna consciousness. Because both are doing the same job of pleasing Krishna. Isn't it? Make sense? Thank you, Prabhupada. But whereas others want a Brahmana and a Sudra, a gulf of difference. 
isn't it? In Krishna conscious, we don't underestimate a person uh, sweeping, you know, someone will come now to clean the temple room. Accordingly, in, in, a, in, a, in a material sense, he's a cleaner, he's a sudra. But does it mean that he's a sudra? Because it's a temple, no? It's as good as a deity worship, isn't it, brother? So, in the Devi Varnashrama, a Brahmin and Sudra are equal. But in the material system, there's a gulf of difference. Okay, thank you. We'll stop here. Gantaraj Srimad Bhagavadam ki jai. Jagat Guru Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Gaura Bhakta Vrinda ki. Hare Krishna.